0: So as we have in this week's Torah portion, as we see the end of Moses' life, but we also see a new beginning. And that's really what's important about one generation passing on to another. You know, the scripture tells us very clearly that we're to teach the next generation. The prayer that we pray over our kids, Let them be like Ephraim and Manasseh, Sarah, Rebecca, Rachel, and Leah. Why those? Have you ever wondered that? Why did he pick those? There's some other good men, right? Isaac was a good son, wasn't he? But he didn't pick them. He said, Ephraim and Manasseh. Well, you know what the difference between them and some of the other brothers that we had earlier in Scripture, like Cain and Abel, or Jacob and Esau, they, first of all, you had Jacob and Esau, right? What was the difference? They didn't fight when God sh- switched the blessing on them, did they? They obeyed God's Word, and they realized the importance of it. Why Sarah, Rebecca, Rachel, and Leah? Why four women and only two men? Have you ever thought about that, too? Each one of those women produced their offspring was even greater than theirs. And that's why we pray for our children, right? We pray that the next generation will be even better than what we had. They'll even learn more. But us as adults, it's our requirement, it's our duty to share with them. Usually they don't want to listen to us, especially in their teenage years, because they know it all. But the good news is, we know that their 20s and 30s are coming around. <laughs> They're going, what are we talking about? You'll find out. You will find out, right, that all of a sudden those light bulbs will go on and go, man, Whitley did know what he was talking about. Right? Y'all remember Whitley? He's in the back, hasn't been here for a while. <laughs> but we have to remember that that's what, it's, it's a special calling that God has given us. Even when we listen to the prayer, it's that personal relationship that God wants. That's what's so unique about our God. You know, other cultures have their gods. Of course, we know they're not real, but they have their gods, right? But their gods stay up in heaven or do other things. They don't do what our God does. Because our God is the truth. He's come down and experienced what we've experienced. He knows what it means to suffer. when he was on that execution stake and he cried out to his father, let your will, not my will, be done. Those are important things for us to understand. When we pray over the kids, when you listen to that prayer that we say, it's a prayer not only for the kids, it's a prayer for all of us. It's a prayer that Aaron spoke. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you. In other words, let God's watching out over you, isn't he? May he smile down upon you and give you peace. That's that relationship that we have to have. That's what God's telling us. And that's what Moses is relaying on to Joshua as he's getting ready to relinquish his authority over the, the Israelites and pass that baton to that next generation. Moses didn't go into the promised land, but he sure got to see it and he led him to it. And that is a great work that he did. He made that promise to us. We know that we have life and we have death. But death doesn't mean the end. It truly is only a beginning. It's that start of that next step. You know, the scripture does tell us for a reason, to be absent from the bodies, to be present with the Lord. No, I'm not doing a funeral here. But these are words that we need to really understand, the words that we hear during those times. But it's really a way of God reminding us and calling out for us to remember his word. This scripture talks about, you know, the the song that he read here. It's a time to remember the commandments. God, you know, repeats himself a lot about that, doesn't he? Why do you think he has to remind us so many times? Because we don't listen, do we? We forget. You know, have you ever been someplace and, you know, there's a forest and the next time you go down there, it's all torn down, all the forest is gone, and there's a shopping center there, Right? Can you remember in your mind what that forest looked like? Only for a fleeting moment, right? We need to continue to grasp God's Word. We've just finished the high holy days, getting ready to enter into Sukkot. Again, it's a time to remember that God dwells among us. That's important. He's with us. He's not up in heaven. You don't have to send him an email. You can talk to him directly. Right? You don't have to text him. You can just reach out to him. That's a special relationship we have. That's something that we can understand and feel and touch. We know God's presence is with us even now. And as we come before Him, we need to bow down to Him and thank Him for what He's done for us, how He's brought us into this season. It's a very special time. We have a very special God, don't we? Man, He blesses us more than we can imagine, more than we deserved, right? Especially some of y'all. Whitley, right? Thomas <laughs> told him I was going to give him a hard time. He has to regain his spot in the kitchen, I hear. They, they voted him out. It's like the island. Yeah, he's off. <laughs> but that's the good thing about our Father. Is he's there for us. And that's really what I want you all to remember this time. This time of year. Is that God's right there. When you're praying, he hears every prayer you say. I have to tell you, sometimes the answer is no. But that's okay. Because his understanding, he knows what we have to go through, doesn't he? He knows how it is when we were growing up praying for those tests that we... Didn't study for. I'm glad to see a lot of y'all were with me on that one. Oh Lord, just let me and we don't ask just a pass, do we? We want an A out of it. If you're gonna go, you know, Lord, if you're gonna do it, make it good, make it a miracle, right? Let the teacher go. This isn't Johnny's paper, but that's how our God is. He brings us to that relationship. He carries us during our hard times. So I really want to cry. I'm going to be a short message today. Mainly since I've done seven in the last 15 days. I'm allowed, right? You're probably tired of hearing me anyway. No. No. We used to have a rabbi who would tell, he would get on a line, he'd have a specific word he would love to say, and he would say it in, in message after message after message, and you'd like, okay, week 12, week 13. You know, I, I love, so I, I could still quote you some of his lines. But that's a reminder, right, of what we're doing. That's what God, why He keeps reminding us. I remember one day, this rabbi and I, we were visiting a friend who was. Uh, in the hospital, and we were both there, and we were sitting in the waiting room talking, and someone brought up about a story that he had told so many times. (coughs) And I kid you not, I looked at him and said, wait a second, let me tell it. I know it better than you do now. (laughs) But we remember these things, because that's what God wants us to do. That's why he keeps reminding us, obey my commandments, follow them, as I tell people, they're not that hard to do, are they? There's a couple of them you might not like, especially if you came from you know eating ham and stuff, but you'll get over it, right? You can do it, I promise you. You can release that. Some of you it's tough. But that's all he's telling us to do here as we're getting ready to finish the The Torah scroll, he reminds us, once again, listen to my word, obey my commandments. And the greatest thing about listening to his word and obeying his commandments is it leads us to our Messiah. Because we know we have to have him because we fall short otherwise. And when we accept Yeshua into our lives, he, the, the Ruk HaKodesh enters our heart. It's what guides us. It's that little small voice that tells you, sure you want to be doing that? You do that little check in your spirit. I hear people say, oh, the Lord doesn't talk to me. I bet you he does. You're just not listening. Because you've got to listen to that still small voice. God doesn't necessarily put out billboards, right? He likes to speak softly to you. He doesn't shout it from the mountaintops. He whispers it in your ear for you to hear and for you to know that it's from him. Sometimes we just need to be still and listen to that still, small voice. I think that's what Moses was trying to tell Joshua here and the Israelites as they got ready to lead. Is don't don't go by the way of the world, right? That's the easy way. But go by the way of the Lord. You know, we have elections coming up. How many of y'all realize that? Be here before you know it. And I'm gonna tell y'all the elections are getting different you got to see what that person stands for. I don't care if they're Republican or Democrat or Independent. If they don't stand for your godly values, don't vote for them. I don't know if you heard this, because I know a lot of y'all don't watch the news. But a Democrat candidate has said that if churches and congregations... Don't allow same-sex marriages that their 501C3 status should be taken away. You going to vote for that person? Some of you' have to go look it up now to see which one did it. I'm not telling you who. Give you a hint, it's a he, not a she. But what are the other ones saying? you got to follow that too. Because if they're not saying what you what you feel, you might need to go to the other side. but let me tell you one thing don't a, a no vote is a vote for them. Don't not vote you have God give us that right to vote. We live and that's something that we really need to take not take for granted. I hear people say, "I'm just not going to vote. well, then you're voting for whoever's not you know that's still a vote for them, isn't it? you know, we really need to stand and listen to what they're saying. Because there's a number of them that don't want to support Israel. And we need to, you know, how does that, you know, how would you be with that? Because I can tell you one thing, and the scripture says, I will bless those who bless my people. And what does it say about those who don't bless Israel? Be cursed. You ready to be cursed as a nation? Yeah, we can look through history. Look through the presidents. It doesn't matter Republican or Democrat. Those who bless Israel, we were blessed. It's that plain and simple. Yeah, we had good times during Republicans who blessed Israel. We had good times during Democrats who blessed Israel. But when they didn't bless it, man, when they turned on Israel, what happens immediately? We see it take place. So I want a president who stands with Israel. I don't care who, what, what, if they're Republican or Democrat or Independent. I want one who's standing with Israel. I want one who's standing on the Word of God, who's not afraid to say, no, God made male and female, and that's who should get married. We can pray for others. We can pray, you know, we've, we've had people here who've come here and have been cured from homosexuality. It happens. That's exactly right, thank the Lord, because that's who did it, right? They heard the word, they heard the truth, and it set them free. Same thing, we've had people have been addicted to drugs and alcohol. They heard the word, and they've been set free. It's an addiction, Right? But we have to stand on the word of God. Amen. if we don't, we're in big trouble because yes. if we don't, we're just going to be the world, and we can do whatever we want, and you know I love how they and they pick and choose too, right? You know what's next that we should men should be allowed to, and women should be allowed to marry animals? It's next. They already tried it. Right? So we let, you know, we got, we, we, our nation was founded on Judeo Christian values. That's what we're here for. We got to be very careful that we don't let the extremes take over. Because if they do, we're in big trouble. So, I want you to really consider what, you know, this is a very important uh, political year coming up. Think about who you're voting for. And make sure, trust me, there are plenty of good Democrats, there are plenty of good Republicans, right? There, I don't know of too many independents, but they're probably pretty good too, right? There's some good ones. We can get the right people in office that will get work done. It's good to have multiple parties, right? I would say it's not too good to have as many in Israel because then it gets a little messy. But it's good to have different sides. (laughs) But we can't have extremes, and that's what we're going to. God came to unite us, not to divide us. And our congregation is a great example of what God can do every tribe, tongue, and nation is welcome here. And that's what it's all about. So y'all hungry? Good, I'm going for another 20 minutes then. I want everyone to bow your head and close your eyes. Abba Father, we just come before you right now, Lord. Lord, and as we prepare for this new year, Lord, let us continue to focus in on you and your Word and your Son. Lord, let us not feel that we have to uh, conform to the way of society, but Lord, let us stand out and stand on your Word, your truth. Lord, let it be a light to show the world that you are the true and living God and that you care for us and that you love us. Lord, we thank you that you sent your Son, Yeshua, to us. And Lord, as we come here right now with every eye closed and every head bowed, what is your, I'm going to ask you what your relationship is with God. Is Yeshua in your heart? Have you accepted Yeshua into your life and have that Holy Spirit guiding you? If not, now is the time. All you need to do is say a simple prayer and let them in. If you're watching online, wherever you are around the world, we'll pray with you that prayer of salvation. You just contact us on the information you see on the screen. But if you're here right now and you're ready to say yes, all you need to do is raise your hand. Is there anyone? They all did that last week. Do you, are you wanting to do yours too now? Okay, we can do that. Don't come up yet, just give me one second. Is there anyone else? All right, if y'all will please stand. And that young man who raised his hand, maybe you couldn't raise your hand, but you're ready to, you can say that prayer with us. And if you're a believer already, I want you to say it in support of the decision he just made. Are y'all ready? Abba, Father. I have, I have sinned against you. I ask Yeshua into my heart. Into my heart. Wipe, away my Wipe away my sins. Make me a new creature. I believe Yeshua died and rose again. And is sitting at your right hand. At your right hand. Interceding for me. For me. And because he, lives, because he lives, I can live today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Yeshua's name. In Yeshua's name. Amen. Amen. Scripture says that how can God, Yeshua profess us before God in heaven if we can't profess him before man on earth? So that young man who raises him for the first time, and anyone else, if you'll just come forward.